BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 866- 691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. There is uh, some breaking news this hour, and uh, we actually got it directly from Trump. Uh, they have raided Mar-a-Lago, the FBI. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly what particular investigation this has to do with, but he just put out a, an email to his supporters. And Mar-a-Lago and Palm Beach is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. I read a story a few days ago. There are a staggering number of investigations going on. Yeah, I would say so. They are trying so hard to find because it's amazing. After wow, there's been seven years of this, right? You realize we're in the eighth year of the Trump era, of his political era, and all the investigations and all the scandals and the impeachments, and nothing ever stuck. And so Be now that, patient. I, I know. I'm waiting. I want to see. I mean, because they really have many, many investigations going on in yeah, various yeah. states and in the federal government and uh, yeah, lawsuits. And CNN and Fox News has just uh, also reported that search warrants have been served at Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. So hmm. there you go. I wonder why there. Uh, I don't know. Didn't he flush everything down the toilet bowl? Wasn't that what? <laughs> he tore up notes and papers. And, was there some picture over the weekend of the uh, actual? I guess he lives full time there now, right? Uh, yeah, that is right. That's he did, he never seemed like a guy who had a home in recent years. I mean, what is his library going up? Right? <laughs> it's presidential library, yeah, right next to the Garcetti Library. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what a topic that continues to haunt the state for years. Of course, it's the deadly 
wildfires. And of course, you probably heard about the more recent wildfire that burned in Northern California and Southern Oregon called the McKinney Fire that killed several people, destroyed more than a hundred home structures. Uh, the talk we're gonna have about this now is the one we always have. What exactly do we do or not do to do something about the land that burns like this before it burns? You know, like prescribed burns or clearing a brush, all those projects. And a story over the weekend in the El Segundo Times focused on people who live in Northern California saying that this, if there is a real climate emergency, if they're going to blame the drought and they're going to say we're at higher risk than ever for these kinds of out-of-control wildfires, why aren't they doing more to prevent in any way they can some of this from happening? And some of these things deal with these uh, vegetation uh, brush project removals. All right, we're going to have Republican Congressman Doug LaMalfa up from Northern California and uh, to tell us what's what's gone wrong here. Doug, how are you? Hey, John and Ken, thanks for having me on. I appreciate the chance to catch up with you on this stuff. What are we uh, doing wrong? Because the fire's been going on for years and years, and we hear the same tired, stupid debate over and over and over again. Is anything changing? What's going on? Uh, you're exactly right. It, it, it's it's tiresome for me, too, as a, as a legislator, especially when we're so much of this area. Last year, there was a fire called the Dixie Fire. It burned a million acres in Northern California. A million. And, you know, you'll recall Paradise a few years ago uh, called the Camp Fire. You know, 85 lives lost. The Car Fire in Reading. They all have names. I, I, I don't know. I wish we could get them put out before the fire has a name or a T-shirt vendor already set up. But it seems to be a lot of times they're more worried about getting their tent city set up instead of attacking at the beginning. You know, we had on the Dixie Fire... Uh, I actually drove past it. I was coming from another fire, and I saw it up on the top of the hill there. And, you know, there's one or two units there, but they pulled the aircraft off because there was a threat of some uh, drone. So the answer, the long-term answer to the question is that Forest Service has been, and I'm not knocking the people locally, you know, the hardworking folks that are out on the fire line. Um, one of them here in this McKinney fire, we even lost a, a lady there who got trapped in our home. Kathy Schupman is her name as well as three others have perished in this latest McKinney fire at the top of the state. The bottom line is that the Forest Service is either too inept or afraid or what have you to do the kind of acreage treatment we need at the scale that needs to be done, the speed that it needs to be done. The, the Forest Service has under its charge just under 200 million acres nationally. And they came up with a plan here recently to uh, treat 20 million of that <clears throat> over 10 years. That's their ambitious new 10-year plan. 10 years to 10%. treat 10% yep. of uh, the land. And that's if they actually yeah, do it. And that's 1% a year. I would take 100 years to cover all of it. It's like painting the Golden Gate Bridge or something, except they can do that and, faster. And this is after yeah. 100 years of either neglecting or implementing the wrong policies of letting everything grow wild and not doing... Well, I'd, I'd say it's 50. I'd say it's 50 because that's when environmentalists really start to take hold and use the spotted owl and, you know, instead of people. You had good foresters in the past in the Forest Service that saw the balance, that it's a multi-use land. Everybody gets to, to use it. And the balance of it is that we, if we're putting the fires out like we've been for 100, then we have to do the treatment like you, you were mentioning in the, in the warm-up here is that uh, there's prescribed burns that you can do carefully and safely during the right time of year. 
there's thinning, and there's also commercial cutting. You know, why is the U.S. the number two importer of wood in the in the Western world? Okay, we're burning hundreds of thousands, millions of acres in the Western states every year, and we should be putting that to work for us. But the the, the lawsuits that are threatened to come, you know, I mean, we had a salvage over in the Mendocino area. And, uh, and, 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 and I know in the forest, they, they, they wouldn't let the salvage. They wouldn't let the salvage happen. In, sorry, the, in the forest, they they have a tremendous amount of dead wood, right? Downed trees, trees at, that, at least one hundred, at least one hundred fifty, at least one hundred fifty million dead trees that have a bird. One hundred fifty million dead trees lying there at the bottom, and I've heard that the 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 uh, the underbrush is incredibly thick and overgrown. And so between the two, whenever you know, often it's uh, a power company. With, with a downed power line, that ignites, and there's a tremendous amount of fuel sitting there, and nobody has done anything about it. You know, I, I had to pass a bill in the year 2018 to uh, streamline the process to get a permit for the utility company to remove a hazardous tree, a tree that could fall into the power line that they've spotted. You know, It used to take months for these guys to issue a permit. You know, I tell them just go out and do it on Sunday and get permission later. You know, but it's just really it's it, it, there's not a lot of sense attached to this because environmentalists have had such a death chokehold for the last forty to fifty years that uh, they're just seem paralyzed at the Washington D.C. level and the U.S. Forest Service to do anything right, but significant. Th- yes, but they're wrong. Their policies are wrong. It made everything much much worse. So is there any for you see Gavin Newsom responding to that? Do you see Gavin? Do you see the Biden administration responding to that? They don't seem to care. Well, why do they want the forest to burn so badly? Just admit admit we went down the wrong path here. It doesn't work. Let's reverse course. Why why is that so hard? They don't want to get crossways with the Sierra Club, the Center for Biological Diversity. What are they gonna do about it? So the they're gonna do us. No, I, I really don't understand I mean, why. I, I, the, the, in some of these cases, the groups that co- yep. strike so much fear in politicians down here in L.A., it, it's it's homeless activists, right? They, they paralyze the city government right. in L.A. And right. and uh, in the state and nationally, you have the environmental groups. But their policies right. cause enormous destruction. We could see it with our own eyes. So when do you surrender on this? When do you say, all right, you know what? We were wrong. Let, let, let's um, do something I, else. I fight it every day. I fight it every day. I have a zero percent rating for most of those groups. Thankfully, my voters up here support me and don't don't uh, you know. I, I know, but they see the, the they see the forest burning badly. Why do they cling to their policy? Is it just their ego? The humanity, uh, the way human beings are incapable of admitting mistakes of being wrong. I I think they want to break the rural economy and have nobody live here anymore. I know it sounds like oh, you're crazy talk. Every every measure of that, you can see what they're doing to agriculture. They're running agriculture out by running the water out to the ocean. The Central Valley, the northern Sacramento Valley, there's hundreds of thousands of acres of land that are idle. And I don't know where we're going to get the food. I'm a farmer in my real life up here. I farm rice here near Oroville. I don't know where we're going to get the food in 2023 because we didn't plant it in 2022. And it's all the same people that are taking the water and, shoot and shoving it out the, the, the Bay Delta. They're taking the... the uh, generation we have of our hydroelectric power there's four dams we want to get rid of they're actually almost at the point of getting rid of four hydroelectric dams which make green co2 three power if you like that as well as the water that is supposed to be stored behind shasta lake oroville is not making power sometimes just letting it out so the water could be colder by one degree for fish in the river in the fall it's absurd on every count 
You seem to make they're forcing us into electric cars. We don't have the electrical grid in the state. You guys know that well down there. Oh yeah, I know. Barely at the point we have. No, it's not. We mismanage the forests, and we have huge fires. We mismanage the water supply. We mismanage our uh, our electrical grid. I mean, we seem to be incapable of governing ourselves. But everybody is everybody is all righteous and and sanctimonious about you know their 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 pet causes their their pet cult obsession that they have and and we're going to run out of power we're going to run out of electric out of electricity and water and and the forests are going to keep burning i don't get it i i mean i just can't believe how badly we manage things in this state and there's every n- nobody nobody is speaking any truth any 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 logic well go go to go to my site there i'm constantly speaking about it on c-span on the house floor trying to talk to everybody across the country it's like why is water in california important to you because you're not going to have tomatoes in new york city to make pizza sauce and pasta sauce out of why is water in california important to you we're not going to have artichokes you're not going to have olives you're not going to have anything why why is the why is the forest burning in the west important to you because you're not going to have wood products that come from this country and, you're, and the smoke plume actually even gets to the west to the East Coast. We saw that last year when the Dixie Fire was burning a million acres. The smoke plume actually was affecting Washington, D.C. and New York City. So you've you got to try and make these people understand. The people, meaning the voters, they keep putting these morons back in place that have these, you know, Biden and whoever's running Biden is tearing us down as fast as they can on energy policy. I don't know where the food policy is going to come from because, uh, folks, you're already seeing high food costs. You're already seeing shortages somewhat on American shelves. It's going to be worse in 2023 because we didn't plant a whole bunch of us a 2022 crop. Right. Electricity, you know, guys, what, what percent of our atmosphere is CO2 that we're playing on the CO2 game? 0.04%. 0.04% is what our atmosphere is. It's like a trace. Uh, you look at the old charts, it's a trace uh, trace gas Element, or another. Yeah. we got to go. This is, the game, this is the game we're playing. We're running All behind. Right. Congressman LaMalfa, thanks for joining us. Have, it, have me on again. I'll go, go some more. So okay, sure could. Republican Doug, Doug LaMalfa, congressman from Northern California. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, apparently it, it has been confirmed that uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago in Florida has been raided by the FBI. Trump's complaining they even broke into my safe or got into my safe to take. We don't know whether it's to do with the January 6th thing or many of the other possible legal investigations. Since he throws a lot of documents in the toilet, what does he leave in the safe? I don't know. Sometimes they're just fishing expeditions. They think there might be something there they can use, well, so they just get a big warrant and tear yeah. through the place, and maybe they'll find one little scrap that will yeah, help their case. Well, I don't know. Look, the 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 the, the whole uh, Washington beast has tried to stop him now for uh, seven years. So, uh, mm-hmm. who knows if these investigations are real or bogus? And, uh, we were talking I, about the wildfires. I don't of, think uh, he's going to lose any of his supporters over it, though. Yeah. A lot of the people up in Northern California and that part of the state, good old Eureka, I always like the name of that town, Eureka, uh, complaining that uh, they're not getting the proper attention. Uh, we were just talking to Congressman Doug LaMalfa, Republican, whose district includes some of the worst fires, including the Paradise Fire from 2018, where over 50 people lost their lives. Uh, up in this far northern part of the state where the McKinney Fire, uh, four people died in that one, over 100 structures were burnt down. They talk incessantly in this story about, well, here's the mayor, Dwayne Keg of Eureka, who said, when we lost the logging industry, that was devastating. We lost to the economy, and uh, we, we ended up with homelessness, people going through drug and alcohol problems. When we lost our logging industry back in the 80s, 
which also leads to the problem with if you don't have the logging going on, and we just talked to Congressman LaMalfa about all the dead trees that are out there, well, they're just primed for the burning. See, there's, there is a balance here that for some reason for decades nobody wanted to come to the center and meet. You need some logging to thin out the forests. First of all, it does give jobs. It's a useful product that the whole world uses, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure all these environmentalists have have wooden wooden tables and wooden sofas in in their homes. So you know, it, it is more virtue signaling hypocrites and phonies that are that are driving this policy. I want to see the guy who doesn't have any wood in his house. But it's a legitimate product. It's useful. It's been used for hundreds of years. You can grow new wood. You can use all the, I mean, look at all, what he said, 150 million dead trees? Yeah. I, I mean, I, isn't that staggering? Not only can't you cut the living trees, for some reason, these whack jobs in the environmental groups won't let you take out the dead trees. They won't let you thin the undergrowth, which is very thick and, and, and difficult to get through. I, and then you have these massive fires you lose the entire forest. I know one forest I went to a couple of years ago, Lassen National Forest, beautiful area. And the trail led up to an old volcano that had blown its top. I'm really into volcanoes. So we go out and see them every so often. But it was beautiful forest. In fact, I took a whole bunch of pictures, and they were like the last photos of, of Lassen because just a few weeks later, the whole thing burned. And from what I'm told, it's never going to come back because some forests burn so badly that it's just it's done forever. You're 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 never going. You know, there's no way to get the regrowth. Yeah, the it's, dead wood burns and it takes out the uh, the live wood. So uh, so the it, environmentalists are not saving the forest; they're hastening the the permanent death of these forests. Kim Green is the mayor of a town up there called Weed. What about people who are like in that town? Are they high all the time? Uh, they had a fire in 2014 called the Bulls Fire. And she said, we have a slogan in weed. You can log it, you can graze it, or you can burn it down. And California chooses to burn it down. That's a simple choice. There's a if you don't take the dead trees out and the trees out, and you don't do some other type of project to graze it, to, re to remove the dead vegetation, then you're just going to have the burns come through. There are laws of nature that you cannot repeal. And you cannot repeal nature if it, if it has tons of dead trees and tons of uh, overgrown brush. And they have dry lightning in the summertime in Northern California. Thousands of lightning strikes. They're, they're not even attached to rainstorms necessarily. It's just a atmospheric phenomena. So the lightning strikes by the thousands start a lot of these fires, the ones that aren't started, started by the stupid uh, energy companies. Right. So you have nature here producing lightning that hits these, these, these forests, the dead trees, the overgrowth. Well, everything's going to burn down, and then it's just going to sit bare. Well, what's the point of this? We, we could intervene and do good stuff. We could clear out the forests of the dead trees and the growth. We could use some of the trees and, and make wood products. You could do controlled burns. The, the, the Native Americans, absolute, they were geniuses. They absolutely knew exactly what to do. 
And the Forest Service came and said, no, you all go back to the reservation there. We know what we're doing. And, and what they did is they but also they put out the fires so quickly that it allowed more overgrowth and more overgrowth. It's right, terrible got, policy for 100 years, 50 years. We got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. Coming after uh, 5 o'clock, we return to one of the worst George Gascon stories in his real, relatively short reign as LA County DA. He's like November 2020, but it seems like <laughs> not even two years uh, that he's been DA. And this concerns this uh, Tubbs character. Tubbs. Uh, you want James Tubbs? You want Hannah Tubbs? Goes by those names. But anyway. <laughs> This Tubbs person is currently now in prison in Kern County awaiting a murder case. But while Tubbs was down in the L.A. area, the case that involved Gascon was sexually assaulting a 10-year-old girl back in 2014. He was not arrested for that assault until 2020. And because at the time of the assault, Tubbs was not 18 yet, that's where Gascon's leniency came in, and uh, Tubbs ended up uh, being transferred to a juvenile defendant situation. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about it after 5 o'clock because the prosecutor on the 2014 case is Shay Sana, a deputy DA. And now he is being accused, among other things, of using improper pronouns in court when referring to Tubbs. Because Shea Santa believes that uh, James Tubbs was faking his transgender situation. Well, he those called phone calls to his father. Uh, <laughs> if you heard, and we played the tapes. In fact, make you sure you call me uh, Hannah when, yeah. We should uh, get the tapes out to play again for people next hour. When you hear uh, James uh, Tubbs talk about his situation to his dad, it's pretty clear that he this was this was a ruse in order to get sent to a women's jail rather than a men's prison. Right. Either more favorable treatment or jail placement. But in woke world, even a criminal, a murderous criminal, faking transgender status is not something you're allowed to question. And if you do, even though it's it's part of, it's really part of the crime here. It was part of a way to get a more lenient uh, sentence. And even if it's part of the crime, a prosecutor is not allowed to discuss it in court. And the reverence for the pronouns is fascinating. It's like this is this is a bad guy. This is a murderer. This is a guy who sexually assaulted a ten year old girl, and, and and you don't want to offend him by questioning his pronoun choice. Seriously. They're also claiming that Santa may have released confidential information. So. Some some vague misused county resources. Wow. We'll talk about this with Shea Santa after the news at five o'clock. A uh, pretty good story popped up in the last week. You know, back when uh, we were talking, and we ho hopefully ever again about Barbara Ferrer and the indoor mask mandate. Remember, we eventually threw her under Satan's lake of fire. Mm -hmm. We discovered that her pay and benefits was extraordinary. As the LA County Director of Public Health. She made over $637,000 in salary and benefits in 2021. Her regular pay was about 469000 Plus, you get on top of that, you know, health care benefits and all the rest. Uh, media outlet did a little digging, thanks to Transparent California. 
to discover that a number of health directors around the state make twice as much as Gavin Newsom. Not that Gavin Newsom is worth really anything. He's not worth a nickel, but... Because he's the governor, he's at the top of the uh, political food chain in terms of responsibility in the state. Whereas Barbara Ferrer, the county health director, somebody named Grant Colfax, the director of the San Francisco Department of Public Health, took in around $580,000 in total pay and benefits for the year 2020. And Ferrer made 637000 in salary and benefits. Put those two together. I mean, that's about $1,200,000 for two public health directors whose major contribution was shutting down thousands of businesses and putting millions of people out of work. Yeah. And we gave these two a combined, uh, you know, a million two. So that so that nobody else could work. Nobody else could make any money. Newsom uh, in 2020 was paid about 278,000. So they're comparing the ridiculous salaries bestowed upon these health directors. There's a guy in San Diego, Nick Maccioni, $478,000. What is, is this? Is, is the argument going to be because these are people in the medical field. It's very competitive she, to keep them. She's not in the medical field. Well, I mean, she's, she's the LA County health director. So right, but she's not a doctor even. Yeah. What I would say to that was, if you really believe that she'll get hired away by some top hospital or top medical organization, let her go and let's find out, right? And it turned out- She might get a job at the School of Social Work at USC or somewhere, but she's not going to get a- And the galling thing, and and in 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 a just world, this would change, we can't get rid of her. We, we, it's not an elected office. It's no, not it's something supervisors. We, yeah, it's not something we can recall. And I think the reason she didn't implement her stupid mask rule was uh, not the statistics. I think the board uh, she she lost three fifths of the board. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, because because uh, uh, Catherine Barger had already stepped off that train a while back, and then Janice Hahn. Uh, did as well. Yeah, she made some noise. Right? And then I noticed Hilda Solis, just, I don't know, like half an hour after Ferrer said no further mask mandate, Hilda Solis issued, said, yeah, good decision. Good yeah. decision, which means she felt that way that morning as well. But wouldn't say it publicly. Right, but I think Barbara Not Ferrer... Not to take any stance because either way she might get criticized. So right? I think Barbara Ferrer got a call. Maybe from Hilda Salis saying, look, we don't want to publicly vote against you. We don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be embarrassed. So why don't you find a metric that says we don't need a mask mandate here? I'm convinced it's got to be because why, why would Hilda Salis suddenly applaud it a half hour later? Yeah, no, that's probably true. You know, they need to give her a graceful way to save face and not embarrass her because, you know, they, they're, all, they're all comrades here. Yeah. And I, think, and I think the Board of Supervisors was getting unbelievable pressure from the public and probably the businesses as well. It's like this kind of pressure they couldn't withstand anymore. And it's an election year. You're running for office. You don't want this in, in the air, right? Somebody like Karen Bass, she might be in a tight race. She, even though she doesn't have direct control over the masks necessarily, you just don't want that in the air because it makes people angry and sour, and that's when they start voting passionately against your ilk. All right, when we come back, ah, Joe Biden does it again in his speech today, talking about this new bill that was just passed by the Senate 
That's supposed to be inflation reduction. Anyway, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Hunter Biden, who apparently explains why he has such a fascination with penis pictures of himself. Oh. We'll tell you all this coming up. Oh, John and Ken show. All right, we're bringing back uh, L.A. County mm-hmm. Deputy D.A. Shea Santa onto the show after 5 o'clock. He was the prosecutor for a time on the case against uh, James Tubbs, the person that later identified as a female named Hannah Tubbs that molested a 10-year-old girl in a bathroom years ago, uh, but it was just short of their 18th birthday. So the prosecution by Gascon was uh, light. And now, of course, Tubbs faces murder charges up in Kern County. That happened after the whole molestation case. But anyway, uh, Shay's being accused of improper behavior, including improper use of pronouns in court. Referring to Tubbs, <laughs> right? You can actually get you can actually get it investigated over uh, mis misusing pronouns, but over a guy who's faking his transgender status, who's trying to who's trying to scam. And, and successfully scammed George Gascon. All right. Today, Biden was in Kentucky to view the recent flood damage. But while he was there, he made a pitch for this Inflation Reduction Act. A silly name, but it's not silly because they believe it'll help them. But the American people think they're doing something. It's a Senate Democrat bill that passed on Sunday. Expected to pass the House pretty quickly. So here is Biden talking about uh, what's in there. We've never done this before, but because of a number of things we got done on a bipartisan basis, like a billion, $200 million infrastructure project, like what we're doing today, what we passed yesterday, helping taking care of everything from health care to God knows what else. What we're going to do is we're going to see, for example, <laughs> if they got to put a new water line in in a community. There's no reason why they can't at the same time be digging a line that puts in a whole new modern line for internet connections. <laughs> According to Good media, one. he spoke for about four minutes off script, and you can see what happens when he does that. He starts with a lot of energy, but then about 30 seconds in, and where am I going? Kind of tails off. I don't know what to do. We're going to get lines in here. You know what? I don't think there was the one. Internet. The internet, the internet. There was, I don't think there was one line in there that made any sense. God knows what else. Uh, besides, <laughs> that wasn't bipartisan. That, that Inflation th- Reduction Act was all Democrat votes. That was uh, Kamala Harris worthy, don't you think? Yeah, I guess. You mean like a word salad? Or yeah, they just wandering around. Generator? Yeah, it was just random phrases stitched together. And, you know, I'm watching the video you mentioned before. <laughs> He's coming off the... Uh, Coming off the helicopter and he can't get his jacket on. Yeah, apparently it's, it's windy, so the wife windy. has to help him. <laughs> She's watching him struggle. He can't get the other arm. He in. can't get the other arm in his jacket, and then she tries to help him. <laughs> and then he's got this oversized black mask on his face, <laughs> which is ridiculous because he's already had COVID now, so he's not going to give it to anybody. Well, he's outdoors. He's struggling. Even she was struggling getting the jacket on, and then he knocks his glasses off his face. God knows what else. And then he did. He started to wander away from her. (laughs) There he goes, dropping the glasses. (laughs) The sunglasses. Now Now uh, there he... (laughs) That's great. Hunter Biden's laptop continues to uh, produce nuggets. 
the hard drive. Apparently, they're still finding stuff because there was a lot in there. Mm-hmm. And back on July 12th of 2018, uh, he wrote about his big penis. You got. You just can't believe this. He 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 made these notes. They found it on the hard drive. This is an actual quote that he wrote down. I loved to be reassured that my nine-inch, very big penis was actually big. It may sound funny to you, but it's body dysmorphia. I it, 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 body dysmorphia is when you think your body is not what it really is. Like yes. like some women who are anorexic think they're actually really fat. But they're incredibly thin. Right. right. Your impression of your body is not m- matched it's, by reality. It's a mental illness. That you can't see reality. Mm-hmm. I know my penis is almost twice the size of an average man's penis. And this was his way of explaining why he has so many naked selfies. <laughs> so he can look back, I guess, at the pictures and reassure himself that I am indeed large. <laughs> they have a, they have a, I there guess are this... many selfies in which he's in various states of undress. Yeah, of course it's, it's really crazy. There's one where he's wearing just his underwear and he has a scarf tied around his neck. You would think if you're the son of the president or the vice president, maybe at the time, you would realize that you don't want this to ever get out in public. So then he just drops off his laptop at a Delaware repair shop and God, comes he, back. I mean, he's really like extremely disturbed. He's like seriously disturbed. Did you see they talked to a New York City psychotherapist who has treated people with that dis- disorder? It sounds like it's overcompensation. In the past... Hunter may have felt that this was something lacking, and it seems like he bases a lot of his internalized value with his penis. <laughs> in other words, he, he feels he's lacking in other ways, so this is the compensation. Right. Is his manhood, and therefore he has to show it and share it with the world. Yes. And he <laughs> feels like it makes up for shortcomings in other ways, but look at me, I have a big one. I'm a real man. Look at me. I'm swinging. All right. I'm swinging? I'm swinging it, yeah. That's what I think the expression is, swinging a big, you know what? That's the expression. Walk around swinging a big one. All right, coming up next, Shea Santa returns to the Johnny Ken Show. The L.A. County Deputy DA is being accused of some improper behavior, including public statements referring to one of George Gascon's most infamous prosecution cases, the case of Hannah slash James Tubbs, as a he in court instead of, you know, it's, it's a transgender. It's Hannah. You should say she or they or them or they. Hey, we'll talk about it next. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.